0: Hello and welcome to Global Wellness for All podcast. My name is Lale Hancock and I'm going to be your host every week, every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Lisbon time as we do this journey and adventure of wellness in all parts of our lives. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Global Wellness for All podcast. I'm your host. My name is Lale Hancock, and we are here to share the voice of your bodies, your life out in the world, and finding ways that we truly need to add wellness way beyond nutrition and exercise, having wellness in our way of thinking in our way of being in our relationships our finances our business and when we bring all of this oneness together it's amazing what can get created so for today i am so excited to introduce you to my guest caroline lamb and welcome caroline how are you uh, very good thank you Layla. Um, One thing I love is your beautiful voice coming from the UK. And um, one of the things that really intrigued me and and why I brought you here to share your voice and what you're doing out with the world was, it's incredible. The last, I don't even know, I'm going to let you tell me all of that, but what you guys have done with movement, with dance, and bringing people together of all life, all ages, is just magnificent. So, can you just share with everyone watching or listening um, a little bit more about you and kind of what intrigued you to to get this thing started?
1: Yeah, sure, sure, Leila. Um, well, the thing was, at a certain point, I became old as a dancer so I, I am my training was as a dancer and in fact as a, an actor as well um, and for many years I danced and choreographed in a variety of uh, places and styles and mm-hmm. at a certain point come about sort of 40 which is um, the age at which often dancers certainly ballet dancers think about retiring Um, I started to feel that my body was changing, and was I going to be able to do the kind of things that I used to be able to do? And if I couldn't, you know, what was going to happen? Was I going to have to leave dance altogether? Um, Or could I, in effect, reinvent myself? Um, And this began to bother me more and more, and uh, I had already set up a company, the company is called Striking Attitudes, as in Strike an Attitude, and, um, and uh, I decided that uh, essentially we should start to concentrate on the older dancer and you know what we could do uh, in, that, in that field, in that area. And really a lot of it was about changing public perception of what a dancer is and what a dancer can be. And my feeling is that, um, although one cannot do the athletic things that you used to be able to do, the fact is you've lived quite a long life and um, you have a lot of experiences, life experiences, in in your body. And I'm sure some of your, your listeners will know about Martha Graham, who was, of course, American, and was in, in, uh, I think in the world's perception, the mother of contemporary dance, of modern dance. That was my training in fact. Um, And she said this uh, wonderful thing, Um, I'm trying to remember the exact words and I can't of course remember the exact words, but basically she said that inside everybody, there is an interior landscape, which shows itself in movement. And I feel that this is really the essence of of what we're doing now, which is trying to promote the idea that um, although you may be older, you can't do what you did, you still have an awful lot to say. And all your experiences are sort of etched into your body. And Mm -hmm. consequently, uh, when you see the older dancer perform, Although they may not be running around the stage and hurtling around, throwing themselves into lots of uh, crazy shapes, they've <laughs> got an awful lot to say and their performances are often very powerful and underlined, you know, um, with with the lives they've lived. Yeah. So that's really uh, where I'm coming from. and. And as I say, as an older dancer and choreographer myself, you know, I decided to pursue this path. And we now run um, a company that concentrates on the older dancer. And really, I suppose we talk about, um, we're primarily working with people over the age of 50. Um, Our our oldest member is in their mid-80s I have done work uh with people as old as um a lady I remember well up a, up the side of a mountain in Wales where we were filming she was 92 years old so um yeah so it's so exciting yeah, it, was, it was actually very exhilarating and she was great she was really plucky and I mean I think a lot of it of course is in is in the mind you know and what we how we perceive ourselves um how we think about what we can do and what we can offer and as i say you know one of our, one of our goals is to try and change the public perception of what a dancer is so that as you're as you're looking at a stage filled with older bodies you know what is the not to like in a way because they have so much to say so um, this, is, this is the route we're pursuing now, and we, we run creative sessions um, for older dancers, both trained and untrained bodies. So in the current group I'm working with, we have a mix of, of people. Some people who um, are professionals, trained professionals, but older, and therefore not dancing in the same way they were. Um, and then we also have people who've never done any dance before, but enjoy moving with their bodies, enjoy the creativity and the self-expression that movement offers. So it is a, you know, it's a quite a wide ranging group of people. And um, we've done many productions where we have a mix of older professional dancers and older um, community dancers. And I think that's, um, that's a great joy actually and uh it it brings it brings something very specific that the the untrained body if you like brings something very specific and it's it's often a passion a passion inside that they they love to move they love to dance they may not have spent their life um earning money doing it but but they love it and i suppose the same is is true actually you know with the older professional that um, one has done it for so long and to not do it, it's very much part of who you are. I mean, I sp- speaking from experience, I feel that when I'm dancing, when I'm performing, um, moving, whatever it is, I feel twice as alive as when I'm just me in an ordinary context. And um, I think... It, you know, moving is a—it's a, its something that we all do. Our bodies are designed to move, of course. And um, moving with a, with a certain um, creative impulse behind the movement, um, it can be—you know—exhilarating. It can be thrilling. It can be very exciting. And of course, everybody needs an outlet for creativity. Yes. And. Yeah. Um, I believe this contributes, you know, uh, very much to our, to our well-being. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, I mean, we we're born and we love to dance, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are. It's just movement. Like you said, our bodies love movement. And I think that's one of the things when I work with clients, the misconception for many is movement equals exercise yes. or, you know, Uh, wellness equals, um, your nutrition, your vitamins, like your body has all these things that it requires, but it's not limited to one thing. And each person has to figure out what is that for them? Um, my husband loved to cycle and, you know, he would do 15,000 miles a year on his bike. In addition to traveling every week for business, you know, like for him that's what gave him not just strength physically, but mentally be able to be creative and be able to have more ease and joy in his body and his life. <laughs> and if he didn't write, oh goodness, you know, it was a whole other world, <laughs> but that's what he had identified as his outlet. And we have to find what is that for us? And, you know, one thing I was chatting with you about before we started this today is how much it's changed. You know, you used to be in a studio, um, you know, there was a place where people would come uninterrupted, you know, and now with the world changing, everything had to change. Your business had to change and now from, you know, a studio where everyone comes in person, now you've brought it online. So, You know, I think that's the other piece that I would love for you to share is striking attitudes online, you know, and uh, what you've noticed, truly the difference. And, you know, maybe things that even were maybe initial challenges at the beginning that turned into be more possibilities.
1: Yes indeed Um, it certainly was a challenge at the beginning uh, particularly for me because I'm not a very tech person so it was quite a quite a struggle um, to try and work it all out but fortunately um, Janet our rehearsal director is is quite good on technology, and she was having to work actually. She teaches some uh, younger students, and uh, she was having to work online and learn, you know, how how the, z- the Zoom process or Zoom land, as she calls it, how that how yeah. that works. So um, so yes, it was a huge challenge because obviously the age group we're working with, the older age group, fifty plus, um, is you know is the sort of danger group in effect I mean if you get it when you're older it's it's not so great I think you know so we pretty immediately had to close down our studio classes and we applied to the Arts Council of Wales for um, for some funding which they had thrown out to to people you know the the cultural groups who were struggling with Covid and um, they very helpfully you know uh, have funded us and supported us to sort of help us carry on for a short while, whilst we kind of find our feet and how, how it's all going to work. And uh, literally, yeah. <laughs> and um, so uh, so yes, we, we went online and um, the sessions I should say also are creative sessions in the sense that, yes, we do a warm up. Yes, we do some initial kind of, if you like, exercises so that we are, uh, are nice and warm and ready to go. But um, after that, it's creative work. Um, You could call it choreographic work, but um, that often puts people off and there's there's no need really to call it that in a way. So I throw out ideas. I often give a little movement uh, starting point or um, I work with poetry, I work with music. I often work actually with paintings um, and images from, from paintings. And those are starting points and a a theme. For instance, currently, we're we're working on the theme of water. And um, so, yeah, we've been we've been we've done three or four sessions on that. And last Wednesday, we introduced actually having a bowl of water in your room that you're working in. And we were working with with the water um not throwing it around the room or anything keeping it quite contained but um but of course it's that's all about touch and sense um sensory experiences a lot of which you know we're we're struggling with at the moment and if you live on your own you you, you're maybe not going to come into contact with people you're not going to get that sense of, of of being touched and um so this was a kind of way way in so yeah we um we're, we're dealing with the, with the working online and I think the way to think about it is that it's a different way of working from being in the studio and obviously the joy of being in the studio and, you know, one of the, the main things about dance is that it's about bodies together in a space, often touching. So, um, we, you know, we, We don't have that at the moment. So what we have discovered is this thing which I'm sure you probably know about called breakout rooms and um, so we can we've just started using that so we can take um, people in twos, put them in a breakout room together, give them some images that we've we've worked with a little bit of movement material and then they can start to create a kind of duet together and so this is a way of, you know, communicating and trying to work together. Um, that is, is that's starting to work well. And I think, as I may have said already, it's very much about thinking, this is a different thing that we're doing. It's not the same as being in the studio. It's different. Um, so that's, that's a, a whole new way of thinking about it, which is, which is certainly proving, a, Proving a good stimulation, I would say, a good challenge.
0: Yeah, and you know, the new world doesn't look anything like the world we were in. And the future is so blank slate, like we get to create it the way we want. So I'm I'm, I'm fascinated by what you've done, I, <laughs> it sounds magnificent. Um, so how do people find out about you? Like, where do they go? Um, can you share a little bit where if someone is interested in being part of your program that they can
1: sign up? Yes, indeed. Well, currently we are in the middle of creating a new website, which will be appropriate for the, the, the place that we're in now. So, um, I would ask your viewers, your listeners, perhaps to hold fire a little, in the sense that our our new website is not up and running. Our old website is, and um, we have, uh, that's strikingattitudes.com. And we have an email address, which is strikingattitudes at gmail.com. So if if, uh, any of your viewers were interested, they could certainly contact us and we could give them all the details. I mean, currently we're running... um, sessions on a um particularly on a Wednesday at uh, five o'clock that's our British time so um so they they're running for about an hour and a half because we find at the moment that's enough because zoom as you know is quite an intense experience and we start with a gentle warm-up um and you know we move into this um creative area and that's the area that I think um particularly gives people a sense of um, of wellness, you know, of, of being alive, of being in contact with their bodies, not only their bodies, their, their hearts, their minds, their souls, you know, it's, it, uh, it fulfills a lot of, it covers a lot of areas, I would say. So I think that would be the best way probably is to contact us via the email.
0: Okay well i'm so grateful that you joined me today and learning about you and what you're doing with striking attitudes is just such an inspiration so thank you so much caroline and um for everyone listening we look forward to having you on our next show on the global wellness for all podcast thank you for being here and remember please Where can we share this so that the rest of the world knows that they can have wellness in all parts of their lives? So we'll see you soon, Caroline. Thank you so much.
1: Bye-bye, thank you.
0: Thank you for being here with us, whether you were listening or watching, we are so grateful for you and we need your help. We would love to spread the seeds of wellness all around the world. Will you assist us? You can subscribe below, You can subscribe in Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. We are everywhere. And we ask, would you be willing to actually spread this to others that you may know who can actually be contributed with the tools and resources to bring more wellness into their life and into their bodies?